Hello, my name is Scott, and welcome to my podcast, Coffee and Books. Today we're going to talk about two different beverages. I wanted to do a two-for special for you today. Today we're going to be reviewing two different products on uh, the tea and coffee market. We're going to be reviewing Ahmed Tea uh, Flavor Black Tea, and we're going to be reviewing Green Mountain Coffee Keurig uh, Vermont Blend Coffee. So, Both of those are very different from each other. We're going to talk about the history of both today, and we're going to talk about how all of you have been. Uh, Everything has been going good here, just another day. Just wanted to say thanks for listening. And before we go any further, I just want to mention, if you would do me the favor of sharing this podcast with any friends or family you have, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, we're expanding rapidly here. I have over 50 views now on my podcast. I'm appreciating all of you that reach out and listen and suggest things for me to try. Um, of course, you know, you can reach me on my email, uh, but for links that matter, this is Scott, S-C-O-T-T-B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N 16 at yahoo.com. Okay, so let's begin. So the Ahmed tea that I have made today uh, is black tea. Black tea is one of my favorite blends of tea. Uh, The great thing about tea and how it's so different in the coffee world is for me is that tea comes in a lot more flavors and varieties. Coffee generally ranges in taste, uh, you know, from like sweet to bitter, depending on what kind you get from light to dark roast. Uh, but generally, all coffee has a similar sort of taste, whereas I think the variety of tea is greatly expanded. So, you know, there's different types of teas. Earl Grey tea, for instance. Um, we said black tea already. Green tea. Uh, list goes on. So there's just different types. Uh, lemon teas, ginger teas. Uh, there's a lot of different varieties. And I'll keep me very busy trying all of them. Uh, But why did I choose Ahmed Tea? Uh, Well, a couple reasons. Ahmed Tea is a brand I'm familiar with. Uh, The one I actually sampled today is actually over two years old and stays very fresh. Um, In fact, it tastes just like when I first bought it. So it's incredible it's two years later, but I actually have it in like a glass jar that's, uh, you know, kind of preserved away because I bought so much of it. And uh, I just use it every now and then. And I used it the past two days, and I just thought, you know, it's pretty good still. It, it tastes just like it used to, you know, just like I remembered. Okay, so it's the company Ahmed Tea is based initially, like they're, uh, sorry, let me start over. Ahmed Tea Company is now currently based in London, but initially they were founded in Iran. They're one of the most popular teas across the planet. They distribute to over 80 different countries and on six different continents. So they're everywhere. They're in restaurants, stores, grocery chains. You can find them pretty easily. Uh, For me, where I found this batch, uh, Nashville, Tennessee in the United States has a lot of, uh, like, I would say, different types of grocery stores. Um, I like to call them international markets. There's a lot of international markets here that specialize in different qualities of products. Uh, So at one of those international markets, they had a huge selection of Ahmed tea. I purchased this one in particular because I knew I liked black teas. Um, It was affordable. You know, their price is pretty consistent and uh, they come in different types. So like if you want them in tea bags or if you want them in leaves, they have them in the leaf form. That's what I bought. So I just have like a single-use 
plastic Keurig pot at home like you can use or recyclable ones. And in my case, the plastic recyclable one, I can fill it up with coffee or tea. In this case, I took leaves, filled it up, and used it in my Keurig machine today. So having said that, uh, like we said, they're pretty much everywhere. And what I'm most interested in is that they have specialty stores. So like if you go to London, there's museums there. Um, yeah, like you can learn about the history of their tea. Uh, the company moved to London, of course, after the Iranian Revolution. You know, like, that was a big reason why they came to the United Kingdom. And uh, the tea itself, for me, is very strong and sweet. That's, again, one of the reasons why I like it is that you don't need to usually add in additional sweeteners. You know, sugar, um, stevia, or, you know, whatever, you know, creamer you want to put in there. You know, it doesn't necessarily, you, ha you don't necessarily have to add it. You know, it, you can drink it by itself pretty easily. And so I definitely would recommend Ahmed tea. Um, I'm very excited to try the other blends of it. Uh, but this one in particular, like I said, black tea, very good. Okay, now let's move on to the Green Mountain coffee blend of Vermont. Okay, so a little bit more about how I like to drink my coffee. As I said, I, I have a Keurig at home. I love it. I enjoy it very much. Um, for me, it's all about the convenience. I know that it, it's a little bit of a swap, swap on taste. So this is how I like to describe it. If you're a coffee nut, like if you're someone who is obsessed with the taste of coffee, you're going to want something besides a Keurig. But a Keurig is something that is convenient and fast, and you can easily get little coffee pods. Um, and so with the rise of Keurig... You know, it's, it's very important in today's economy to have different options, you know, for coffee drinkers. So, you know, you have the traditional, you know, I have the powder at home. I put it in a little coffee filter. I make a drip coffee. Um, you know, there's different ways. There's the French press, which is really popular now where you boil water and put the coffee in and you can filter out all the, you know, all the grind, grounds in there. And then, you know, you make your own hot beverage coffee that way. Or, of course, like I said, you have the convenience of Keurigs. So why am I talking about Keurigs? Well, Green Mountain Coffee, I just found out, uh, owns Keurig, which is explains why they're pretty much everywhere. And most local grocery stores, you can find them um, at my Kroger and Publix, you know, stuff like that. You, It's the common brand. It's the common denominator. It's everywhere. And Vermont Blend uh, Green Mountain Coffee is the original coffee. And I want to say they also come, like I said, in ground bean form, like whole beans, or they also, you can get them already grounded up. So you have three different options there of drinking Green Mountain, uh, Green Mountain Blend coffee. And Green Mountain Blend is one of my favorite coffees. So I'm a little biased because I like them and I drink them a lot. But Green Mountain is definitely one of the highly recommended Keurig uh, K-Cup blend coffees. Okay, so what do I like? What do I not like? Okay, so with the Keurig blend, with the little K-cups, they're convenient, but they're also very bad for the environment. There's a lot of plastic in them. Um, I mean, some companies are getting better about making recyclable K-cups or K-cups that are not doing as much damage to the environment. But in this case, uh, K-cups, regardless of the company, most of them are plastic and take a very, very long time to deteriorate. 
and it's just kind of contributing to wastes. Okay, now what I do like about it is that, like I said, it's something that's easy to do and use and it doesn't require a whole lot of work. So if you're the on-the-go type person, but you're not an instant coffee drinker, which we might talk about later, this is something that is convenient and fast and usually what I rely on when I'm getting ready to go to work or when I'm getting up in the morning. Okay, so uh, Green Mountain actually has over 400 different varieties of coffee and beverage selections. So they got quite a bit of choice there. Um, and I would definitely say that some of their coffees, not all of them, but some of them are certified as organic and some of them are, are for fair trade. So let's talk about that for a second. What does certified organic mean? So for those of you that, you know, are looking for something that's organic, you know, we all know that organic means it's natural. There's no added ingredients to it. Um, organic, you know, meaning like it comes from the earth. So, I mean, I, I don't think of a lot of coffees as not natural, but in some cases there are probably companies out there that do that. Uh, but what, one good thing about the Green Mountain Blend is that some of their coffees are certified as organic, meaning that like it's a natural product that comes from the earth. Okay, and what does fair trade coffees mean? So fair trade coffee, as we've talked about in earlier episodes, like from Atlas Coffee, it's very important when you're locally sourcing you know, your coffee habit to purchase from a vendor that is treating, you know, farms that are, you know, distributing coffee as, you know, with equal pay, fair trade. Um, a lot of the coffee business has been exploited over the years. So, you know, when you're reading a label, if you see something that's fair trade, it's definitely a product that you can, you know, know that you're being ethically sourced. So if you see a fair trade on a brand of coffee, it means, okay, this came from a place where the farmers got a pretty good price for the bean, and that, you know, that process is, you know, giving money to the people who actually need it and not to just some major corporation. So that's why you'll see a lot of coffees as touting, you know, we're fair trade, we give a pretty good, you know, pay to farmers and other countries. You know, especially in third world countries, that's very important. Okay, so when we get to the taste... So, like I said, Green Mountain is kind of a, a different variety, and it ha like I said, has a lot of options. So, why the Vermont Blend? Why did I choose that one? Well, the Vermont Blend is actually one of their first, you know, locally sourced uh, coffees. Uh, Green Mountain was founded in Vermont, you know, with their plants. So, the Vermont Blend is the closest you're going to get to, like, the, the original Green Mountain coffee. And I enjoy it. I think it kind of has like a traditional coffee taste where it's, you know, it, it's a medium roast, I would say. Um, it's got a more bitter, I would say, taste to it than like other coffees. But I definitely enjoyed it. I felt like the Vermont blend is uh, like your standard cup of coffee. Like when I think of Green Mountain coffee, the Vermont blend is the coffee I usually drink. And so definitely an exciting fact there is that I felt like that this is a like a traditional, you know, like you're going to a restaurant, you're going to get this type of style coffee. So so they're pretty much everywhere, like I said, you can go get them in any grocery store or 
any any place you can go on Amazon and buy them right now. Um, and so I just wanted to say I tried both of these today and wanted to give you my thoughts on them. And uh, thanks for again for listening and reaching out. And we're going to continue the book review soon, of course. Um, our next book review is going to be on Uncommon Grounds by Mark Pendergrast, and it's the history of coffee and how it transformed our world. I'm still reading that, so I'm a little bit ways away from that. But anyway, like I said, thanks again for listening, and have a good time.